Welcome to the AFC East by NAFCO. I'm Perry Langell. I have with me the uh, previously butthurt Paul Gerritsen and Jeff Carey with us today. And I'd like to thank our sponsors, West PA Systems, your 21st century electrical bill contractor, and Dakota, the Dubois Area Council on the Arts. Um, how uh, How is your butt feeling, Paul? Well, I, you know, I appreciate you giving me the good entry. And... Uh, it's totally my wife's fault. Uh, the game <laughs> ran long, and I uh, told wake me up at nine. And uh, unfortunately, she did not. She stood on my chest and she said I could not did it, but there's no breath coming out of me. So she decided to just leave me to die. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that you have a uh, loving relationship. And yeah, in last case the audience missed last week, Paul she was not here, and I'm giving him. Shit for Perry, that, but she left. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad to glad to hear you uh, picked a good good uh, good. Took one for the team, there. but yes, um, we can actually talk about New England soon if you want. Oh yeah. I mean, sure, at least I show that. up though for the podcast, Paul. Well, I, Perry, <laughs> after I take Perry, some loss. Let me cut in here, Perry. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it was the time of day. I think it was two losses. They we had mm-hmm. to like account for. Well, yeah. if you look at the last year's uh, AFC Township game, you saw the two teams the Bills lost by. So I'm not feeling horribly bad, and, and we could have won the last one at the last minute, but we did not. Okay, you know, you have a bad day. All right. Well, I, I will give credit to you in the sense that at least the Bills are overall above 500. They're winning, whereas the Patriots. Are not yesterday. Well, Talking about bad days, exactly. Yeah, the Patriots had the worst home loss under Belichick ever, and it was atrocious. Like it, like from minute one to the very end, they got no, no, field no, 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 no. I think the worst home loss they had was against the Patriots in 2011. Was 31 to nothing on the first game of the year the against the Bills. The worst. Bill, was that under Belichick? They were saying that was the worst home loss under Belichick. No, no. Belichick, 2011, 31 to nothing. Nobody is. Okay. Where is that? Um, okay. I, I believe you. I, I'm not knowing about that. Uh, no, like, no. The all the media. That with a flag, and that's all it means. But, okay. Let me give you a caveat. You, you're correct. Uh, Brady got hurt in the first play of the game. And <laughs> did not play the rest of the game. That's the year he, yeah, had issues. But they still won the Super Bowl. So anyway, they suck, and I hate that. Okay, okay. next. Okay, That's we'll go next. Not the same year. You're saying 2011. That happened in two. The hit hurt around the world was uh, that was against the Chiefs in Kansas City. And Are you still up facts really? Are you really trying to do facts? Well, that was in 2009. That was a Matt Castle took th- that over. I-, I just don't know what you're talking about. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Sure. Well, the Pats, um, they had to pull Cam Newton. At the end of the third quarter, they made the decision to pull Cam Newton. Um, Cam just looked like he just played like crap. He was like throwing the ball into the dirt. He was overthrowing and there was also like throwing behind and in front of guys through through two interceptions 
and it was just very bad football. And did so, you know Edelman only had one target from his last series from Cam? Uh huh. And and I think that was the one that bounced off of his hands and then into the hands of of a Forty Nine er. Well, we all can't be perfect. Yeah. Well, it was very bad. Um, <laughs> the uh, so thirty three to six was the final score. Forty Nine ers won in New England and. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where it, it's – I don't really have any defense for the Patriots at this point. They just need to turn their act around. Like, it's it's one of those things where it, it it's – they're just playing like crap. And I, it's very uh, uncharacteristic of of a Patriots – a Belichick-ran Patriots team to play this way. I have a theory. Well, first of all, Cam Lincoln throws left. All the passes he threw was at the left side of the field, left hash mark. I, I don't know what that means. I, what does that mean? Why is he throwing all of his passes to the left? And if Edelman's not one of them, why are you throwing to the left? I, I don't know why. I, I mean, I, they had Nikhil Harry. He was connecting with Nikhil Harry a little bit, but kind of not great. Not very many chunk plays or anything like that. And then... Um, but yeah, this throwing to the left stuff, I, I actually, I didn't notice it until you said that, but I agree. Uh, after watching the game, it was very much these, uh, should we put Trey white, the bills next week, who's playing New England. I have a couple, I have a couple of theories. I have a couple of theories. Okay, Jeff. Why was he a free agent to begin with? Why didn't Carolina pick him up? Why did Tom Brady leave the Patriots? Well, he has no weapons. And does Cam Newton have a COVID-19 hangover? Well, because he has no weapons. Because now he's got Evans. He's got everybody else. Now he's getting Josh Brown. He's got McCoy. He's got all these people loaded in Tampa. And Gronk. He's got exactly. the Gronk. Exactly. So that's why, and he's playing the fiddle for uh, Tampa Bay. So why not? And I don't know what's going to happen. Here's the question: Are, are you ready uh, for this one? Are the Patriots trying to tank to get a good quarterback to get Trevor Lawrence? That's what it really means. Are they trying to tank? You know, if they're two or three games out winning. You know, you know the the smart man, like you know, general manager of the Patriots, which is Belichick, mm-hmm. can go ahead and make a great deal. But you know, the Dolphins are not looking for quarterback. Maybe the Jets are not looking because they still have Darnold and he's still playable. So who else wants a quarterback? I don't know. I think I think Belichick can go ahead and you know get a quarterback, get Trevor Lawrence if, if he but can. They have to give. Have to give Stedman a chance, you know. I mean, just like no, you know, no, 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 they've done that multiple times, and he, he sucks. But Trevor Lawrence and the Patriots that's another 20 year deal for them, man. Why not tank a year? What, what, you know, yeah, well, what, that's what a yeah. lot of people have been saying ever since they, they were missing all the uh, all these defensive players, uh, from COVID waivers. But Once they get that happen, they immediately tower back. They get all those guys, and they're going to be badass again next year. Is there going to be an asterisk on the Super Bowl champion this year because of COVID? 
Yes, it will be asked next to the Buffalo Bills. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be asked because a lot of guys like opted out because of COVID. I mean, as I'm going to say, is like, oh, no, it wasn't just because a lot of guys opted out to begin with. There will be something like that. So, uh, well, I tell you what, it's going to be a good game next week. And it's going to be a first game for Buffalo in 20 years where they play the Patriots. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So, it's going to be great. Yeah, well, you have the Patriots. Yeah, you you have them in Buffalo, and the yeah, it's just gonna be like I um, that's a win. Like I I already predicted. I will say, I was correct in predicting a loss for the Patriots this week because after what I saw, uh, with Denver, that game was horribly played by the Patriots, and then now you have have uh, this performance and wrap up. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like this is not a not a winning team this year, uh, unless something really miraculous changes. Um, I did notice though the guys. I mean, the guys on the field there didn't look like too pleased with their performance. They were very much throughout the fourth quarter. Newton and Edelman and every all the offensive players were like studying the film, looking at their Microsoft Surface tablets, and just kind of. Uh, well, they have to eat a- looking pretty sour. I'm I'm sorry. They have to eat a year, right? That's it. You know, Belichick can get them up and running. You know, they'll have the right quarterback. You know, they'll have the right offensive line. You know, they have their defense back because you know they're not opting out next year. Hopefully, so. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're going to eat a year. That's it. Do you do you think this is another thought though that I want to talk about? Do you think that? Newton is going to be back in the future next year. His deal is only a one-year deal. Do you think Newton is going to find a team next year as a starter? Do you think he's going to remain a starter in the NFL? Because the way he's playing right now, like if this performance goes this way for the rest of the year, I don't see him maintaining a starter role in the NFL if probably ever him, again. If you sit him for Stedman, Stedelman, whatever his name is, uh, he's, he's not good. You know that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he's not okay with sitting. Yeah, and he yeah, he's they already hurt. he's not hurt. Yeah, he, he's not hurt. He's played hurt in Carolina, but I'm just saying he's not hurt now. And you're putting a third string quarterback in to replace him. That's terrible. Over Hoyer. So yeah, I think Hoyer's just so bad that they have a better. They know well, they have no, a better he, chance okay, of winning. Pick one, Stedman or Hoyer. Who's the third string? Uh, in my mind, I think they've moved it to Stidham as second string, Hoyer's third string after the performance with the Chiefs to uh, plays. Bye bye. Right. Belichick. Belichick said that um, Newton is starting next week. Yep. So. Yeah, I think he does still give the best chance for a victory, but if not he starts, a great chance. if not, you see Stidham again. I mean. You'll see him, uh, Stedman, and I'm saying before the fir- first half ends. So I don't know. It doesn't matter because they're they're, they're going to choke and they want to choke. If, if the Patriots lose, Stedman starts the next game because uh-huh. everybody wants everybody wants to show off their new quarterbacks, just like the Dolphins want to show off theirs all of a sudden. 
Uh, Buffalo ran for 131. Uh, they threw for 307 yards last this game. Uh, I know it's the Jets, but it, it really, you know, Jets not bad. Their front, their front is fantastic. So, I mean, I'm not, you know. Well, yeah, I think we should move on to talking about the Bills at Jets. Uh, the Bills won 18 over the Jets 10 in New York uh, on Sunday. So, with that being said, continue on, Paul. Well, you know, I can't really say the, the Oculates because they're playing the Jets, but I'm going to give the Oculates because uh, we shut down the Jets for a total of four yards the whole second year, second half. But who does that, really? I mean, four yards the whole second half. Six sacks. Uh, I mean, that's pretty good. They're the division lead by three games by the Dolphins and the Patriots. So the pa- they have to make up three games, the Dolphins and Patriots, to go and have a shot at uh, the division title. So, uh, you know, driver's seat, I, I think I think the well, Bills the- can knock knock out the, Dol- uh, the, the Patriots um, this week. I mean, Patriots have no chance to win the division, which is the first Dolphins time in 20 years. For, the Dolphins aren't looking for the crown of the AFC East. They're looking for a playoff shot because – now there's an additional playoff spot this year. So just for the Dolphins to make the playoffs would be amazing. Um, you have the AFC North, to who each one is going to grab all those spots, Jeff. You, you, you know, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland are going to grab those spots. And there's no chance on the Dolphins doing it unless they win the division. Cleveland so is Cleveland, Cleveland's a little shaky. Cleveland's shaky. They're five and two. Yeah, but they're still shaky. Mayfield threw five touchdowns. They're, they're still shaky. They played. They're, they're hitting thirty yards a game. I mean, thirty points a game. I, I mean, uh, and, and Tua. Uh, we'll see, man. I I, I hope for. We're, we're I, gonna I want talk, to We're going to talk about Tua. We need like ten minutes to talk about Tua because. Well, that, that's that's on the line. We're talking Miami next. I, I have a little tales of the town from um, Miami, which is a cute story about them. But okay, go ahead. But, you know, well, let's finish off on the Bills. All right, finish it up, and then we'll. Yeah. Okay. So how, how how did the game generally go, Paul? Like, um, the, oh, it, no, it doesn't no, look no, like no, they're no. You're a little, little worried. You're a little worried in the first half, and whatever. Not worried, but you still want an embarrassment. But you know, the next half, you know, the, the defense finally came together in six sacks, and just we found our defense again, and we found our running game again. What that means is that um, the safeties are going to move up. Josh Allen gets to throw up behind the safeties after that. It's pretty simple. Um, Because the safeties have to move up because we're a running team again. We found our running game. So pretty easy. Um, It's going to be a good game. I I think, you know, well, we'll do our picks and end of the segments. But I'm happy where we're at. I'm not impressed. They have no fashion points as far as how they won the game. Uh, You know, six. You know, six, you know, here's what it is. I mean, we did not do one punt in the game. If you don't do a punt again, that means you, you know, you're you're running the table. I mean, you're doing great. But no, we, we didn't hit the end zone. 
So, you know, that's something different. Uh, there's a game in Chicago, somebody, I don't know, in 1940, won the game, didn't have a punt, and that's what the Buffalo Bills did uh, this past weekend. I, You know, uh, and we, we had eight attempts on a field goal. We got six of them. But, you know, that's pretty good. I guess we won the game. Uh, it's a W, W, and a W. So... So that's that's my end on the Bills. Uh, we'll see what happens next week, but I'm psyched about it. It's it's uh, New England week, and Belichick. You know we're still scared of him, so it could happen. But I'm thinking, you know, I think we'll be fine. So how's that Miami, buddy? Miami, man. I, I've been saying two is going to be sitting for the last two weeks, and old uh, Flores decided to pull it out on everybody in South Florida, including all the news writers. It's kind is of amazing what happened, isn't it? For the Bills game at the last game of the year? What do you think? Oh, I think Fitz is done. I think Fitz is getting traded to somebody at some point. For some well, I think go to Dallas, maybe. I'm thinking Dallas, yeah. I mean, I got the schedule pulled up for the Dolphins. I mean, Going against the Rams next week is going to be tough. But after that, we have the Cardinals. We got the Chargers at one and four. We got the Broncos at two and three. We got the Jets and the right, Bengals. Let me ask you something. Who's two going to Dallas? Is the quarterback from the Jets going to Dallas or Fitz going to Dallas? What do you think? I think Fitz is going to end up going to Dallas. They have nobody right now. Dallas has no quarterback right now. They have oh, a no. seventh round. They have a seventh round draft pick right now as a rookie, as their so, quarterback. Okay. You don't think the Jets want a deal uh, on what's his face? On Darnold. Yeah. I don't think they want to trade away Darnold, although they could, and then pray for the draft pick in what? the. Uh, yeah. I mean, I really do think that maybe if if the Pats are looking to fail the rest of the season out, they got to lose more than the Jets. Uh, technically, they could just lose to the Jets, and then the, the Jets will be like two, and, you know, that would give the Jets their two wins. Now, don't forget the Dolphins have the Texans pick, too. No, no, no. I I think Dolphins going a different way. I think the Dolphins are going to try to go and get a wall card, and they're trying to go and, and contend for the division. Trying to win, uh, right? I but think we, Dolphins, the Dolphins going up, up. just going we're down. Still, going we're down. still going to have a high draft. We're still going to have the Texans draft pick. So yes, you are. Draft yep. pick. Yep, and it could be like a low. Yeah. And we Please. could trade that away. We could trade that away for some second rounders. Yes, you can. Good point. But I'm I'm anxious to see how Tua performs. I think all of South Florida is like anxious to see this guy in. I mean, he got in last week and it was like, okay, five plays or two something. For two. He was two for two. But and they say it's amazing. You have to trust the coach. And you know, I'm like, I think I think he really is healthy, and I think he is definitely a more accurate passer than Fitzpatrick. Um, he's going to make his rookie mistakes, but from what I'm just reading and collecting information, it's like, you know what? Give him like 10 games this season. We make the playoffs. Great. If we don't, great. At least he got his experience in. 
And Josh, you know, it kind of sucks for Fitz because I love, I didn't like Fitz when he came on, but he did his job. I felt he was done wrong. Like everybody else felt he was done wrong. He's like, played Hockey really good. Not like Fitz. He threw for Tampa, replacing Winston four games in a row, or over 400 yards each game. Really? Well, he played for Buffalo. Too. He played for Buffalo too. He got hurt. Yeah. I love Fitz too, man. I, I yeah, he, he, gave it, he gave his heart and soul. He gave his heart and soul. Yeah. But you he and I fun. talked earlier. Yeah. Maybe he shouldn't have cheated so much on the sidelines when uh, Tua went in. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was well, almost like a hey. scene, like you know. Let me give a little segment here. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Zach Sealer. Uh, he's a de- defensive end of Miami Dolphins. He lives in a fifth wheel. A fifth wheel. I, I mean, he, he people don't know who he is at his trailer park, but he makes over a million dollars a year. He lives in a fifth wheel. I mean, you know, he got two fifty signing bonus. He got seven fifty salary, and he's a defensive end. And, and you know, he's a pretty good guy. <laughs> what do you think? Got you know, think about that. I read that. I read that article too. That was pretty funny. That was interesting to read. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you walk around as this big guy walking around. Okay, you know, use the community pool and stuff like that. I don't know who he is. Whatever, because you know, you don't talk to neighbors in in Florida, right? right. So, I mean, that's that's pretty. It was pretty. Well, cool his, thing his neighbors change. His neighbors change every weekend too. So, I, I know. So, I mean, he could be sitting there with terrorists. So, I mean, but that's Tales of the Town. I, I, I was a great, great little story on, on Defense Van uh, Zach. So, that was pretty neat. So, I mean, he's going to keep doing that. And he's from Wisconsin, I think he is. But anyway, but that's a good Miami story. Hmm. Yeah, I'm reading the article now myself. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. So let's beat the hell out. Let's beat the hell out of the Jets since we can't find a Jets fan. Well, you know, no, I can find a Jets fan, but they they just won't come because there's no reason. To. <laughs> just you know, I, I, let me tell you something though about the game. The Jets, their front seven are good. All right, they are. Um, they got a new play caller for the offense, which is good. I mean, he's good. He played a good game. And then they stole the game plan from, you know, KSC in Nashville. And not, that was a good game plan. Does so, Gaze keep his job the rest of the year? Yeah, he does. Because who are you going to replace him with? Uh, I mean, <laughs> their defense coordinator is a nut job. So <clears throat> why not? If you're sitting there banking on, um, you know, losing all the games, I mean, you got Kate, you know, Gaze is good. To lose all the games, so yeah, isn't there a defensive coordinator from the Jets? He spent like the last few years before he got that job, just in the yeah. uh, in the mountains in like Montana or Wyoming or something. Williams, and he, he was defense coordinator for the Buffalo Bills too. So I, I mean, uh, what they did is you know um, he moved the safeties. He you know he did all the things he needed to do. He, you know, he used the game plan of KC in Nashville and, and sort of held Buffalo at a standstill. 
until Buffalo figured out and made the changes. But, you know, it's they did a good job game planning against the Buffalo Bills. But Gase gave up to his assistants to, you know, for game. Let me let me ask you all a question. So. Flores talked this past week about it was our decision, our decision. Who is our? Is this uh, ownership? Is this general manager? Is this coaches? Who made this decision? Because I don't think Flores made this solely on his own. After the way he talked for the last two weeks about he's not ready, and all of a sudden they're going to say, okay, he's ready now. Who do you think made that decision? Well, what's your thoughts, Jeff? Who who do you think did make the decision? I think it. I think that it really was from the owner and from the GM. Um, Owner saying, "Hey, man, we're we're in contention right now. We're three and three. Good time to do it. Let's see what this kid has." And I think the GM was right there with him saying, hey, man, we drafted this guy for a reason. He's healthy. He's, like, ready to go. He's hungry. And I think Flores kind of had to succumb to that. Um, I don't know if it was pressure, but after Flores had said for the last two weeks he's not ready, and now all of a sudden he's ready, and you just won two games in a row with Fitzpatrick. And now you're going to go, okay, now all of a sudden, like, oh, we're in playoff contention. Let's do this. Um, I mean, I'm, 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 I want to see what the guy has. I want to see what Tua has for sure. Like, But I'm also about the team of Miami Dolphins because players come and go. I mean, I'd love to see Tua go out there. I'd love to see him win his first game. I'd love to see him show off his arm. I'd love to see him, you know, be in a real-life game situation, not just practice. It's going to be – it's going to be very fun to watch against the good Rams team. Rams are a good team. It's going to be tough, but, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I would not put them out there against Rams. I'll put them out against the Jets to start off with, but that's just me. You know what I mean? I mean, I kind of but, get why they did it because the bye week moved from week 11 to week what seven now? I kind of get like, okay, you're giving them two more weeks to prepare. No, 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 um, the, no. The players' association gives them the week off. I mean, you get the week off, so it's it's nothing different, nothing more could, added he, except he for rest. Prepare, he could still prepare and game plan and watch video and stuff. My Not other true. question is, two is left-handed quarterback. So how much different is that going to be for the receivers now? To Adjust to that, time. and the and the weak side is now a different weak side from your offensive line. Yeah, right. that is a big change there. I mean, a lot of receivers have issues with catching the balls with the, the reverse spin from a left hand. Um, yeah, I can see what you're saying there. Um, I do want to move over to predictions here, though. Uh, towards next week. Uh, I think we'll start off with the easiest to per, uh, game to predict. The Jets at Chiefs, Sunday 1 p.m. I think that uh, I'm going to go with 60 to 0 Chiefs. I'm, I'm actually going to go for the Jets. 
You I think mean, the Jets will beat the Chiefs? Uh, no. I mean, somebody's got I'm going like, with the Jets. I'm going with the Jets for... I think they'll make the spread. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say they might They might beat the spread. They have a new coordinator making the calls. They have a really good front seven. Now, I think they'll hold them down a little bit. And I, 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 I think uh, the Chiefs... You know, look at the Buffalo Bills, uh, how they, you know, got them. They, they had the three front and far as the box and everybody else in coverage. And they get all their guys back from injury. And I think they're going to hold them. No, they're going to lose the game. But I'm just saying, you know, the 20 and a half points against them, I don't think they're going to cover. What's your prediction for score? It's going to be 18-point differential. How about that? All right. So I don't think a spread in Vegas goes beyond 24 points or something like that. Well, th- th- that's where they're at now. So yeah. so I'm going to call it – I think the Chiefs will put up some points. I'm going to go quite 60. That's a lot of points in a football game. <laughs> I just <laughs> – it's just my <laughs> lack of faith in the Jets. I, mean, I think it does cover the points. How about that? High school versus a 1A high school. I mean, like, but I'm going to call it probably about 45 to 20, maybe. That's pretty close. 25 20. 45 20. 45. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that sounds. That sounds realistic to me. Um, but, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> moving on to – we'll move on to the Dolphins here. Uh, Rams at Dolphins, Sunday 1 p.m. That's a uh, – probably going to be a pretty good game. Uh, my prediction <coughs> it, it wow. <coughs> um, sorry. wow. Wow, um, not a good time to cough. All right, after a little water there. Um, the Rams at Dolphins, I'm having a hard time getting a read on this game. Um, they, The Rams weren't able to beat the 49ers. They weren't Sorry. able. They did beat Washington. So now what I'm thinking here is, hello? Are you not hearing me? I got you. All right. You got there? Do you have me? Yeah, I am here. Okay. So what I'm looking at here is I, I, I'm really thinking 30 to 20 Dolphins. I, I think the Dolphins might actually pull off a win. They're at home. The Rams are a decent team, but they're showing a lot of cracks in their offensive production. Um and it's, I, it, I, I kind of think it's a bit of a toss up, but I want to predict a winner here and not call it just a tie. So I'm going to say 30 to 20 Dolphins. Well, I'll do this even better. If, if like, they that, put, ahead, if they put Fitzpatrick in there in the second half, which they will, it'll be 30 to 20 Dolphins. If they sit, in the whole game, it'll be 30 20 
the Rams. Okay. I think that that's a reasonable, a reasonable prediction. Now, um, Jeff, why would why would they pull Tua out? Because he, he's going to be like a Peterman. Because he's young, dude. He's going to throw three interceptions. He's going to be embarrassing. Okay. Then they'll they'll leave Fitz to clean it. So. All right. Then, yeah. I don't know if now's the time to plug the Facebook page, but I'm going to put some videos on the uh, our Facebook page if you want to tell them about that, Perry. Well, yeah. I mean, our, our Facebook page is uh, AFC East NAFCO. So facebook.com slash AFC East NAFCO. Uh, so if you want to go there, we have a Facebook page that has – a lot of content going up about the AFC East as well as announcements <coughs> when the episode, <coughs> Oh my word. I'm still coughing. Um, announcements when the F episodes come up as well as yeah. Other information about the AFC East and sometimes some information about our parent organization, NAFCA. So I'll be posting some like preview videos and stuff like that. So I just got pulled up here. Um, I know history doesn't mean anything, but the Dolphins have lost or won the last three times we played the Rams. Um, 2008, 2012, 2016, and the Dolphins won every game. So now we're in 2020 because we play them every four years. Different team, obviously, right? We got a new quarterback, Tua, coming in. It's going to be a great game. I think Tua has a lot to prove. Tua is not scared of the pressure. He played in a national championship game and came off the bench in one. Um, if you talk to his mentor, Trent Delfer, he is ready for this moment. He is so ready for this moment. I don't think it's too big for him. He has the comforts of the Hard Rock Stadium, and there's going to be some fans there for him. And I think he's going to go out and – it's going to be a tight game. I'm not going to say it's not going to be, but the Dolphins are going to squeak this out 24-21 Dolphins. I guarantee they'll yank him by the second half. I'm just saying. That's just how it, that's rookies, buddy. All right, let's go talk about the big game. The game of the week. Yeah, well, the game of the week. Well, I think you're going to have a closer game with the Rams at Dolphins, but game of the week in your mind, the Patriots losing to the Bills Sunday 1 p.m. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't see the Patriots turning it around. Um, they, they, it would have to be a complete 360 turnaround. I've seen Belichick's teams do that, not without weapons. Uh, especially offensively. So what I'm seeing here, I, I think you might get like a 10 to, I think 10 to 28. I think the Bills will score 28 on the Pats. Pats Bills will get maybe a touchdown and a field goal. Yeah. You're going to be playing a pissed off Bills team from 20 years of hardship, and they're going to want to go and, and really get you. I apologize for that because I think Paige should be good in a year or two and when they retool and they get their high tower back and all that stuff. 
but this hello paul did you cut out again yeah paul you cut out again if you shows he's still on the call um Uh, oh yeah he's here now okay yeah i hear you now paul okay no i'm just saying i agree with your score okay so you have the same prediction 10 to 28 yeah yeah i mean that's what's going to be let's go a lot anger so jeff what do you think jeff you're muted That's the best. All right. Good call, okay. Jeff. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Good pick. I'm, I'm going back. with Jeff's I'm pick. Back. I'm, I'm switching mine. I'm back. Okay, Paul. Uh, Jeff, what's your uh, prediction for the Patriots at Bills? 31-21. going to be 31-21 Bills. Okay. All right. Well, and so in our little outside of the AFC East matchup that we like to cover is always what the Steelers are up to. The Steelers are playing the Ravens. That actually a lot of people consider that to be the game of the week over the course of the entire NFL. Um, I don't have a good read on that game. That That's just going to be rough. Um Neither has played very. Neither has played a really an elite team yet. So we'll find out. What's the Ravens' record? They lost one. Yeah, so five and one. The Steelers are six and zero. All right. Uh, so yeah, you, what, the, what are we? The, MV, the MVP is not the MVP this year. I'm telling you that. So he threw inter, three interceptions last game. So. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I have to say the Pittsburghs. Go Bergs. I, I mean, you know, until you can knock them out, they're still six now. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what do you think? You're thinking Pittsburgh? Like, yeah. I think Pittsburgh, I don't know. What do you want to say? They'll put 30 points up. Um, 34 24. 34 24. Yeah. Yeah, that's a rough one. This is a night game? No, it's a 1 p.m. Sunday, 1 p.m. What's your prediction? Ben doesn't lose at night. But Ben hasn't lost all year, and Ben's healthy. So the Steelers go as far as Ben goes right now. You know what I'm saying? Six and O's. Pretty impressive. So I'm going to go uh, 30-24, Pittsburgh. I'm going to go with uh, 21-21, tie. Their Steelers are in Baltimore. I think that has an effect on this. And I just have such a hard time reading this. I'm just I'm gonna go with twenty one twenty one tie. So any last words on this? We've 
done our usual set. Any any last statements anybody wants to make? It's gonna be a gonna be a fun Sunday, man. Great matchup, AFC East matchup, Bills and Pats. You got Tua playing his first game, and who cares about what the Jets are doing, you know? Well, the Jets are going to get walloped all over by the Chiefs, so that'll be interesting to me to see how much, how many points the Chiefs can put up on the Jets. And then I do think, yeah, the Rams-Dolphins game is going to be a decent one. I think the Pats, the Bills will get their revenge on the Patriots, on, on a weakened-up Patriots. And then I do think that the in, with the Steelers and the Ravens, it's going to be a hell of a game. So I do think we have a pretty good Sunday lined up. All those games, Sunday, 1 p.m. too. So it's going to be a good early afternoon. I'm back, guys. Oh, I didn't know you were gone. Any last words <laughs> you want to put out there, Paul? Uh, peace to the world. And next time we'll have elections. And hopefully the progressive uh, conservative, you know, politician wins and i don't know peace out okay and the elections will be after our next podcast because we're going to be doing a podcast a day before election day but i got you no i'm um, um, no vote twice that's what i'm just saying okay <laughs> okay all right um i don't think we should be it'll, advising it'll that be, to it, people it'll definitely give us something to talk about monday night for sure it'll be a good weekend no matter what absolutely guys i'm looking forward to it okay well this has been a good podcast guys i'd like to thank uh the dakota the dubois area council in the arts and west pa systems your 21st century electrical build contractor this has been the afc east by nafco